the college football experience, Utah Utes at the BYU Cougars Holy War preview show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PicksWise. PicksWise is the number one home of free sports betting picks. Visit PicksWise.com to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at UnderdogFantasy.com with the promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use in their Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance at a million dollars. Got to do that. Also, we're brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, us. Don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store. SGPN is giving you a chance to win $100,000 NFL Week 1 exclusively on the SGPN app. Hey, what's app. up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yes, yes, woo! Welcome, welcome to the college football experience. Utah Utes at the BYU Cougars, the Holy War game preview. My name is Kobe Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. Bringing you to the land down under. Let me tell you who hangs out, you know, cashing bets in the land down under too is my guy. Covers college football, covers college basketball, covers everything. NFL, New York Giant fan. Give it up for contributor over at SGPN. My guy, Terrell Furman Jr. How you doing, Terrell? Yes, sir. What's going on? And oh my gosh, Kobe, 60% of the games in week one. There we I go. On a heater. There we go. But hold on. I got to get your music going. There yes, we go. There we go. Because I'm on a heater. 60% of the games. Dude. Over 60% of my locks. Oh my gosh. And all of Terrell Furman's picks, as 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 well as mine, as well as NC Nick, Patty C lacking a little bit, lagging a little bit. Uh are available on the SGPN app. You could download that app for free in the app store or Google Play Store. But yes, uh, we run our picks through a, through Tally Site. Shout out to Tally Site. And they, you know, they give us our percentage on all this. So we, we don't have to compute. It's all fact. We submit our picks and me and Terrell Furman and NC Nick in the top five, in the top five yeah, last week. Yeah. We, hitting 60% of the games. You were going crazy. 62% of the games. Like that's some pretty nice ROI right there. Very nice ROI. There we go. And, and now we enter week two. We're going to try to carry this through the season. 
I feel good. And, and, and obviously I'll be honest, like this is one we were talking, me, me and real money Kramer were talking a few minutes ago. And like, I always make time to watch the Ravens Steelers in the NFL because I truly feel like they hate each other. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Same as the situation for this game, BYU, Utah, they're in the same state, the Holy war. It's a rivalry where I feel like with every tackle, there's shit talking. You know what I mean? Like I, I enjoy watching that. Look, I, I, while it's on the field, I like it. All right. Outside of that, I don't like it, <laughs> but I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy watching a competitive matchup where I know every yard matters and there is going to be a lot of animosity between the two, co- bet- between the two teams really. So, um, here- yeah, uh, fun fact, second last year was the only the second time in Oh, God knows how well, I think since this thing started that they have not played in a season. So these guys are going to be very anxious to get back in here and put some hands on each other. Yeah. And, and you look at, uh, you know, in a way this rivalry has been dominated recently by the Utah Utes, you know, Utah was, I think, I think some BYU fans are jealous about this. Like, Hey, they got the call, uh, to, to come to the PAC 12, the PAC 12 did not call for BYU. And now, you know, Utah has since kind of ran away with it. whatever urban Meyer built that went over to then, uh, you know, Kyle Whittingham, they've been a really good program now for like 20, 22 years, 23 years, something like that. Um, and I think BYU fans kind of resent that, you know, even more when they were, they used to both reside in the mountain West. And, Uh you know, BYU decided to go independent and, and, you know, they had a great season last year, but they also had to quickly kind of throw their schedule together because they're an independent and, and, and in a weird way, you almost don't want to be an independent. And that's why, that's why there's talk of them. It seems like they're going to be a part of the, uh, the big 12 very shortly, but Utah has won the past, uh, what I believe past eight matchups, but I think Since 2009. it's a little deceiving. I want, dude, I was on in, in 2018, I was on BYU and BYU was up. I want to say 27 to seven in the second half. And I'm like, Oh, I got this <laughs> Utah rattles off 28 in a row and nah. wins the game. I mean, that's, that's just the, that's the competitiveness of this game. Like, of this rivalry, they are, nobody wants to give an inch. Nobody wants to get blown out. Nobody wants to look bad. So no matter what, literally until the clock says zero, 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 both sides are going to play competitive. Both sides are going to get after it. Yeah. And you go back and look at, if you look the the eight losses, Utah have, or I'm sorry, Utah has dealt BYU one point win for Utah, three point win for Utah, seven point win for Utah, seven point win for Utah, one point win for Utah, six point win for Utah, eight point win for Utah. I mean, these, with, with the exception of two games, there's been two blowouts. Uh, these games have been crazy. They've been absolutely crazy. And, and look, you pull up, I got to pull up week one stats. Weber state covered against Utah. Now Utah, it took them a while to wake up. This was a game. Weber state had a kick return for a touchdown. Uh-huh. And there, there was a lightning delay, but it was 19 to seven and a half time. And I know Weber state's a good FCS school. People, if people don't know that they're actually like a consistent FCS playoff team. Um, but it was 19 to seven at halftime and Weber state, you know, they had kind of moved the ball a little bit on them uh, in the air a little bit. So, but Utah turns it on in the second half. They look really good. They win 40 to 17. 
And I think a lot of the questions that we were wondering, Charlie Brewer is a grad transfer coming in from Baylor. He looked the part 19 of 27. Obviously he want that completion percentage to be a little bit, a little bit better, but uh, uh, 233 yards, 8.6 yards of completion, two touchdowns, one interception, 62% QBR though. You got to be happy with that. So maybe, maybe the jokes on me there, but uh, then you have BYU taking on Arizona in the death star. This was one of my locks for Arizona to cover. I actually thought Arizona had a chance on the money line, but you know, cause BYU is replacing the most production in the nation out of any, out of all the hundred F uh, 130 FBS teams, BYU lost the most percentage wise. Uh, you know, Zach Wilson's a New York jet Dax Milne. He's in the NFL too. Um, offensive line. They lost yeah. uh, a lot of key pieces, like three or four pieces from that offensive line. And, and, and I was impressed because look, Arizona say what you want about Arizona being they lost 70 to seven to Arizona state in the final game of the year last year. But prior to that, they, I mean, they were, they weren't getting wins, but they were competitive. They, they, they should have beat USC. I thought there was more talent on that roster than what people were giving it credit for. And, and I thought that they, that's why they could beat BYU, but credit Kalani Sataki for, for having a good game plan and really you know, executing it and getting it, getting a, oh, a nice win against a Don Brown defense. That's another thing. I like Arizona's defensive coordinator, Don Brown. Yeah. He's a, he's a proven winner. And Jaron Hall taking over the quarterback reigns for Zach Wilson was 18 of 28, 198 yards. Now I know that's not lighting the world on fire, but still I like the completion percentage, 7.1 yards, of completion, two touchdowns, QBR of 70.1. Pretty and good. they could run the ball. They, yeah. had, they were still able to run the ball behind that offensive line. I think that was my biggest takeaway of that game, the fact that they could still have the run game going, knowing that they basically reshuffled that entire offensive line. So this offense is still going to be able to move the ball. Is it going to be as prolific as we saw in that last season where they were a ranked team in the country? Probably not, but this isn't uh, a completely dead-in-the-water BYU team. Well, I think that's the, that, I mean, yeah, that you're a hundred percent right there. Tyler Algar, th- their running back, he had 94 yards and a touchdown. And also Jaron Hall had 36 yards on the ground. And that, that's what I think is the X factor in this game. Yes. The O line, because Utah's D line, always good under Kyle Whittingham. He, you know, that, that was his calling card, how he came up as a coach, coaching defensive line, coaching linebackers. Uh, but the, the quarterback position. Normally it's Utah that has this X factor quarterback uh, like Huntley with the Ravens, you know, or whoever that can just ad lib and get a first down. You know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah. The, but now it seems like Charlie Brewer, we know he's kind of a drop back passer. He's a good quarterback. I'm not knocking Charlie Brewer, but at the same time, Jaron Hall seems to be a little bit of that dual threat action, 36 yards on the ground, 7.2 yards of rush. I think his legs could be a deciding factor in this game, because we know Utah traditionally super aggressive defensively. If they're blitzing and Jaron Hall can make a man miss, you could pay for that. You could pay for that either by his arm or you could pay pay for it by his legs. And I think that's something we should definitely highlight despite it only being, you know, his second start or I think third start. Cause I think he got one. He got one start against South Florida uh, a, a while back, but uh, uh, it's not so the, the crazy thing about Hall and what makes that more of the X factor is just not even the fact that he has to break off a long run, but just those like people don't understand how valuable those five yard runs when you were supposed to take a sack and you get five yards and you get three, four yards. Like when we talk about the game of football, we break down actual football. Every yard matters. So instead of going from 
second and 15 and you have a second and seven or a second and six, like that's extremely valuable in what you, you can call as a play caller into your next, um, into your next play instead of having to chase behind the sticks, behind the sticks, stay in front of the sticks. So, uh, that's definitely going to be, you know, very important for a Utah defense that honestly is like top 20 in the nation. Like this team, this defense is good. Like this defense is live and they are going to be a problem for BYU all night. Well, I think that's the big, the big, you know, a, can they pressure him into turnovers? Cause Utah's defense has been good. I feel like for 20 years and they're very yeah. opportunistic. They always have a great special teams too. I feel like you should, we should highlight that even despite Weber state having that kick return for a touchdown year in year out. They're always one of the better special teams in the country. Um, I think this is a, an X factor too, is the BYU defensive line. I think Charlie Brewer, despite him being uh, you know, a fifth year senior, this guy's gone to the big 12 championship at Baylor back when Matt rule was there. He is a good quarterback, but he also, to me is, is a guy that kind of a manager, kind of a game manager. He's good. Yeah. Makes the smart reads. But uh, so I think that there, there is room for, for the Utah passing game to struggle a little bit. I think the real X factor is the Utah run game. Cause Tavion Thomas, Man, I know it's Weber State, but Weber State's a good FCS school. Tavion Thomas had 12 rushes, 107 yards. That's basically nine yards a rush, 8.9 yards a rush, two touchdowns. He could be a gigantic X factor in this game and really making BYU pay for it. If if uh, if Utah can control the offensive line or the line of scrimmage essentially, uh, then I think that's the problem for BYU. However, absolutely, and I think that. Um, and then not to, you know, be all negative Nancy, especially towards Utah, but they definitely had, you know, heavy hearts playing that game last week. Like they, uh, if you remember this, this is the first season that they playing ever since losing that freshman running back. Um, Ty Jordan, to, right? Wasn't that his name? Yeah. He was a beast they, man. Yeah, man. So they, they were definitely playing heavy hearted. I know, uh, everybody in that locker room was like, we gotta, you know, especially that running back room was like, we gotta go, go out there and put on for him. So um, I don't know if we're going to see any regression in that, uh, especially with that performance we saw at Weaver State. They're definitely going to get a tougher BYU team, but I'm really looking at the linebacking core for BYU. And when we start to dial up pressure, when we start to bring people, can you get to the quarterback? That is the most experienced spot on this entire BYU team is the linebacking core. They brought back three starters. So can they come in and can they get into the into the backfield? Can they... Um, you know, tackles for loss from the running back, get sacked, throw Charlie Brewer off of his rhythm. Cause as soon as you get Charlie Brewer off his rhythm, then it's going to be a long day for that offense. So that's Uh really going to be it. I think the offense can manufacture something, but I think this is going to be a low scoring affair. And I think we're going to see a grinded out football game between these two teams and this rivalry. Yeah. And this line started out, I saw a seven and a half. I think I even saw an eight out there. Now it's down to seven. It's down I see a six and a half. Six and a half. Wow. Yeah, I see it's a six and a half. Down to six and a half. Uh, look, uh, here's the true X factor to me, and here's why I'm going to tell you why I think BYU is going to cover this game. And I actually think we there just are named a lot- like ten X factors. Yeah, we just yeah. named like ten X factors. <laughs> here's my Z factor, my S factor. No, uh, uh, really, like this is the thing that I think we're forgetting, and I think you know we we just we just called UCLA and Virginia tech on the money line as upsets that we called back in April. Right. Uh A lot of that logic I thought was, we knew that, Hey, 
they're going to have fans at lane in the first time over a year. Well, guess what? BYU is the same situation. They didn't have fans last year. That place gets lit. Say what you want about BYU. It don't matter. They are passionate about their Cougars football. That place is going to be. They don't have anything else to do. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have anything else to do. Why not? Everybody go to the game. (laughs) Exactly. So they're going to be, this is going to be a hornet's nest, man. They, They didn't have this game last year. So it's been two years since the Holy war. This place is gonna be electric, and that's why I like BYU to cover this game. And I think you sprinkle some on the money line. I do, ex- you know, I'm not gonna s- go out and say, oh, for sure they're gonna win this one because th- these games are chaotic. It's gonna be, I feel like, twenty to twenty in the fourth quarter, and whoever makes the play is gonna win the game. Um, but I think they're a live dog. I do, and, and six and a half points way too much in a, in, a, in a game where, like I said, how many one point and two point and three point scores in the past eight years, despite Utah winning all of those. Uh, give me the Cougars plus the the six and a half or seven, whatever you can find shop around. But uh, I, I, I get the sense you're on the same pace there. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking around and I'm seeing some reverse line movement on this game. I'm seeing uh, heavy money coming in on Utah, but the line is dropping in places. Like I said, you saw a seven, you see a six and a half, and that's just kind of not adding up to me. So whereas I was a little bit on the fence, cause I think this Utah team is very, very good this year, but uh, add in the reverse line movement, add in that all the factors that I think BYU is just at home and this is going to be something to will them in. I think this could easily be a six point game, even less. This could be come down to the final drive or even come down to overtime. So I definitely like getting six and a half where you can get six and a half, seven, look for the best line that you can get out there, but I'm taking uh BYU over here. And I'm actually, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna lock this game up. I'm gonna lock it up. There we go. You heard it here first. Where, where's the clip? There we go. Yes, sir. Let's get it. Another week. Uh, locking up the BYU Cougars. And look, my guy Terrell Furman's gonna be out in Vegas. Anyone out in Vegas, hit us up. We'll uh, we'll meet up. You know, and and watch uh, some some good Definitely. college football Definitely. or NFL action. Um, I'm on the Cougars too. It might, it, you might even be swaying me, man. You might even be swaying me to be to have to find this one as a lock by the time Saturday kicks. So uh, stay tuned there. Like I said, check check the SGPN app for me and Terrell's picks. You can find Terrell Furman on Twitter at reallyrell underscore underscore. You can also find out all of his work. I mean, lots of great work. He's writing articles for us, sportsgamblingpodcast.com or the SGPN app, which is free to grab in the app store or Google play store. Do that. And if you're a first time listener to the college football experience, make sure you subscribe because we handicap every single division one college football and college basketball game. We've been doing it for the past four years, never had a losing season. So that independently and also as a collective and as Terrell alluded to, Hey, we, we just had a fire week. Subscribe. All of our picks are free. We're not trying to sell you nothing. All right. All of our picks are free. Go get the SGPN app. And when you do make sure, make sure you give us a nice five-star review in the app store. All right. If you do that, take a screenshot, find me on Twitter at the Colby D give me a follow, show me that screenshot and we'll send you a college football experience t-shirt. All right. Simple, brand new t-shirt, beautiful, everything. All right. Do that at the Colby D. Also, like I said, Terrell Furman's on Twitter at reallyrell underscore underscore. My my co-hosts that are normally with me, NC Nick, he's on Twitter at NC underscore N-I-C-K. Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C831. Give them all a follow. And also the college football experience. New to Twitter and Instagram at TCE on SGPN. 
Give them a follow. And also the sports gambling podcast network is on Twitter at the SGP network. Follow away. All right. Have a following frenzy and also check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast as well. All right, folks can't wait for the Holy war. Me and Terrell are on, on BYU on the money line. Do, are you going to, are you going to th- be curious? Are, are you going to say that? Are you going to throw that one out there too? money line play? Oh yeah. I always sprinkle on money line on the dogs. You know me. There we and go. It, it might be in a parlay, maybe a parlay winner <laughs> this weekend. Let's see. Let's see. I'm in Vegas, so maybe, maybe so. There you go. And also take the points. Cover your ass, all right? This is the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here.